You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. Let's talk about the thing that I do by far the most often, which is course mapping. Hi, I'm Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. And today we're going to talk about mapping. And part of the reason that I want to talk to you about this is because it comes up time and time and time and time again. And in fact, it's by far my most popular service. And it's the thing I've done countless times so far this year already with other course creators. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about what it is and how it works and how you can do it as well. So what is a map? Well, think about it like any map. It's a guide. It's a plan. It's something that shows you where you are and where you're going. And a course map is no different. Literally speaking, a course map is a document that outlines the modules, lessons, tasks, and content to create that's going to form part of your course. It's the process of taking all of your ideas and the stuff in your head and all of those random notes and notebooks and Google files and whatever else you've got going on, because if you're anything like me, you've got lots going on and putting it into one logical, straightforward piece. So what we do is we take all of the things that you want to teach and we're going to really break it down. We're going to decide which modules go in which order, what comes first, what comes next. You're going to break each of those modules down into tiny bite-sized little chunks and lessons in the middle and step-by-step go through and give them little bite-sized pieces. And then I really want you to think about the strategy behind it and the learning and development that you're going to put into it too. So what not just what content are you going to cover in each of those bite-sized lessons, but really think about what action they need to take, what tasks are you going to allocate, what homework are you going to give them, and then think about the actual production of the piece. So what videos need to be recorded to make that, what PDFs need to be created, what um, questions and answers need to be written, what do you actually need to do? A well-formed course map should give you then a step-by-step guide or plan to help you get from no course to course. It will give you a complete list of all of the modules and the lessons and the action steps and the things you're going to create, and you can work through it step by step to get your course done. Sometimes it does make the task feel a little bit more overwhelming to start with simply because you can see everything in one place. So up until now, what you might find is that your course has been just a concept or an idea and that it doesn't really feel real or tangible. Or if you're anything like me, I'm an avid pen and paper note taker, but I'm notorious at having about 20 notebooks on the go at once. So what it probably means is I've got stuff in all sorts of places. And so I've got bits and pieces all over the place, but it doesn't feel as big because they're scattered and spread. But if I bring it all into one place, I can see the size of the task I'm dealing with. Now, I don't say this to overwhelm you. I don't want your course map to overwhelm you. I'm just warning you that it might look bigger when it's all in one place, but at least now you've got a clear step-by-step guide to take you through so you can go away and produce the content. So how do we course map? Well, I map in Word or Excel or Google Doc. In fact, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter where you want to course map. Some clients have mapped into Trello because they love the drag and drop card and board style of being able to put their lessons and modules in place. Some of my clients map straight into Asana. If I'm working with a client, I normally either send them a document, so it's probably Word or PDF, or I build it into a document that we can edit together like a Google Doc and I will build the course map in there. Whichever tool or document format is easiest for you to use, 
stick with that. There isn't a right or wrong when it comes to what you're going to use to create your course map. What I really want for you to take from this is that it should be all of your information in a clear format in one place, not in lots of different places. But the place at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. That's up to you. So why? Right? That sounds like a lot of work, Sam. Why should I build a course map? Well, because it's going to guide you. It's going to put everything into a logical, succinct format that guides you in your course creation journey. So rather than sitting down and just having on your list of things to do, record videos, but not really knowing what that means or how many to record or which one comes first or any of those sorts of things, now you have a plan. You have a guide that tells you for this lesson, you need to record this video. And for this lesson, you need to produce this document. And you're simply going to work your way through your list or your plan. So that's why. But if nothing else as well, it lets you make informed decisions. So often when I course map with a client, um, a client comes to me because they've got a head full of stuff and they just don't know how to get it out. They don't know what the next steps are. And it's really hard for me to give answers to questions like how much should my course cost or what platform should I use or, or any of those sorts of things, or even to give a quote on done for you work when I don't know what we're building. And so the starting place for most of my clients is a really solid course map. By putting that document together, and often I'll do it with them, I sit with them for a couple of hours and draw all of the stuff and the knowledge out of their head and I create the map for them and I give it to them. Um, But by creating that, it allows all of us to make decisions from an informed place rather than just guesstimating, rather than me just going, oh yeah, use Thinkific because it gives me the biggest affiliates. It doesn't actually get no affiliate money from Thinkific, but anyway, um, rather than just promoting one platform, like I see a lot of course creators do, or rather than promoting one thing, what I want you to be able to do is make a decision that is right for you and your program. But if you're not really clear about what that is yet, I can't give you an informed answer and you can't make an informed decision. So course mapping, yes, gives you a really clear guide. Yes, helps you create a checklist of what you need to do, but allows you to make decisions from a really sound place. Allows you to see what you're trying to build so that if you want to get a quote for services or support, if you want to get a web designer and you want to go away to a web developer and get something built, if you want to go and do any of those things, you can come to a place where you go, this is what I want This is how it needs to be done. How much is that going to cost? And in a world where, especially with course creation, like every course is different, every client is different, and sometimes it's hard to put an exact figure on how much it's going to cost to build a program, but with a clear course map, I can do that. I can put an exact number on something, you can put an exact time frame on something, and everyone can make an informed decision. So look, if that hasn't sold you on it yet, I don't know what else to say. I'm a big fan of course mapping because I think it gives you the clearest guide for moving forward. And if you are currently stuck in a place of overwhelm or not knowing where to go or having too many ideas or any of those sorts of places, then a course map will help you sort out those thoughts, put them into a logical order and give you a guide for what happens next. And if you get stuck with that, and I get it, like you have a lot of thoughts and sometimes you don't know the format, you don't know the modules, reach out and get someone to help you with mapping. Sometimes you're just too close. You can't see the trees for the woods. Is that the saying, right? You're just too close to the issue that you cannot see how your ideas fit together, but someone from the outside can, and they can help you map your content into a logical order. So time for that action step, because you cannot build a course by listening to me talk about courses. You have to go and do something. My strong suggestion for days is if you are currently building a program or you're thinking of building a program, create a course map. Simple as that. Please don't overcomplicate the process. Um, I have 
a small how to map your course content program, which you can go and take um, $49, easy to do. But what I need you to do first is find a tool that works for you, be it Word, be it Excel, be it Google Docs, be it Trello, be it Asana, and just start to combine your thoughts into one place. Start to think about structure, start to think about format. And if that gets you too stuck, if you still can't shift past that, then reach out for support and reach out for help because there are lots of options that can get you going and on your way. But a course map is the best place to start if you're feeling stuck. Okay, it's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it. Stop them in the street. Okay, don't stop them in the street. But please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes. And better still, leave a review podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode. Lastly, why not come over and join my free Facebook group? Simply search content into courses inside Facebook. There's some good interaction that happens on over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer all of your questions and to give some live tips and tricks. And you get to learn from other course creators about all the things you can do to grow your course and your audience. That's it for this time. But as always, I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.